0: never miss the latest game tea check us out on social media you can find us on facebook at the game tea podcast and you can find us on twitter at game tea podcast x we post memes gaming news retweet friends of the pod and of course let you know when new episodes are available for your sip and pleasure links are all available in the description of this episode so check them out after the show and thank you so much for listening to the game tea podcast everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Peaches.
1: And I'm Zach. And I'm Zar.
0: Wow, Zar, I didn't know you were joining us. That sounds exactly like him.
1: Yeah, here's my little flute thingy.
0: <laughs> so Zara's not with us, but uh, just in case you didn't know, uh, our good friends over at Rainbow Road finally had... Their comeback episodes come out within the last few months. They did a fucking giveaway of yeah, a, yeah yeah an automaton that's like shaped. It's like Kirby, right, Zach? It's shaped like Kirby.
2: Okay, well, uh, actually, let me just. It's like imagine Kirby suck up an automaton.
0: <laughs> oh, mouthful mode.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Oh Jesus, that's why we got you here, Peaches. That's very that's yeah. fact checker. <laughs> So, before we actually get into what we're doing with the episode today, the itinerary, Peaches, I promised you a little bit of time in the next episode. Let's talk about your Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel deck.
2: Alright, so, I made this new deck in Yu-Gi-Oh! Master <laughs> Duel, right? Uh-huh. Now, back in the yes. day, I used to beat down kids with it on, uh, you know, kids being JP, Zach, our other friends that played Yu-Gi-Oh!, Tekken, you know, the, the rest...
0: We're just lucky we had friends, to be honest. <laughs>
2: um, and let me tell you, this deck sucks ass now. Um, I I can't do anything. Even when I get Archlord Christia out on the field, it you know, it doesn't work. But man, it brings back some memories.
0: What's what's the
1: deck?
2: It's it's my old fairy deck. You don't remember that?
1: Oh my god, I do. I remember it because it was a counter of mine back in the day. But uh, I got support and you didn't. So, yo!
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what's been great about coming back to Master Duel is like fucking everything has support now. It, it, I, I actually really appreciate that. Like, it's funny you mentioned that, Peaches, because like when I got into it, I uh, wanted to build another ancient gear deck because that's what I used to play with with you. And ancient gear got a shit ton of support. And I've got a pretty solid deck that I'm using right now
2: yeah I mean you got up to gold in it
0: yeah so (laughs) I'm gold uh, yeah like gold 3 gold 2 I'm fluctuating Zach what are you running right now
1: Uh, I'm galaxy eyes for life apparently it's got a new archetype it's like galaxy eyes cipher or whatever but it's primarily galaxy eyes but uh yeah this thing got like oodles of support it's got like link monsters the only thing it doesn't have is like a synchro monster but like I don't need a synchro monster who needs a synchro monster
0: I mean, besides besides Pendulum's like Synchros are the other one. I'm not all that big on
1: and it even has. And I just found this out a new Karibo and the Karibos effect. It's a wall of text as Peaches will let you know is you can show your like friend uh, one of your extra deck monsters and it becomes the level of that extra deck monster. And then it's just a free level eight that can not be destroyed by battle. Really? Yeah. So it's a good way to keep the deck from like uh, bricking. It's pretty nice.
0: That is really nice. (laughs) See,
2: sometimes I can play Valhalla Hall of the Fallen and summon Archlord Christia and then my my opponent can't special summon, but then they destroy Archlord Christia and they can special summon again.
1: That's so fucking annoying. Yeah. So there's a there's like this thing called Lightning Storm and then Regeki got unbanned. Like, I think Regeki's at three. You can play three fucking Regeki's.
2: I think it's at one. No way. I think Lightning Lightning Storm. Regeki's at one. Lightning Storm is at three.
0: Huh. And uh, Monster Reborn is back, too, at just one, right? Yep. I'm glad they, they're they making some good choices here. I'm I'm really liking where Yu-Gi-Oh's at right now, to be honest.
1: I don't know, man. I was
2: like, there's no reason to have Monster Reborn be banned anymore because people are literally just yanking stuff out of their graveyard anyway, so...
0: Boy, isn't that the fucking truth.
1: <laughs> I, I have a love-hate with it because it's just like... It's either over in one turn or it's like this like 10 duel slugfest of craziness. And I, I I kind of, my, my ADHD loves the one duels, but I also get why it's, it's definitely changed from back in the day.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's like my biggest complaint about Yu-Gi-Oh is it's very unforgiving for new people (laughs) that want to get into it. You know, it's, it's not like it was back in the day where, you know, 10 to 12 turns is typical. Now it's like, if you don't have a solid field out and at least Two turns, like you're kinda fucked.
1: Which, I mean, if you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh competitively, that's you know, it's for you to figure out if you're just playing for funsies. Come on back, guys. It's a good time.
0: Alright, Peaches, you feel better? You talked about your deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, let's let's move into it. Alright. Zach, give us the itinerary. What are we doing for today?
1: I'm not your itinerary, bitch. Alright, on the itinerary today, we have um a short episode because we're worried about Zara's mental health. Is that a joke? That shouldn't be a joke. Anyway, (laughs) I'm worried about Zars, so we're doing it short. That's a serious thing because I care about my friends. I'm not afraid to admit it.
0: I mean, the the Nintendo Direct episode was an hour and a half, so.
1: And I didn't even talk about Xenoblade for an hour. So, I mean, like, I get it. But we all made compromises on that last one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Except me. I compromised nowhere. Yeah. And I talked about No Man's Sky right away.
0: Which is surprising because you're usually the problem child. (laughs) Like, you're telling me it wasn't
1: Peach's fault? That can't be right. Hey, now. Well, it was probably his fault. Well. Through the, like, the universe. Somewhere along the line. Right, exactly. All right, so what's in <laughs> being a short episode, I'm going to start Deadly Dally. We're going to do a, talk about the big cyberpunk patch. They have a new... Yeah, we'll just talk about it then. Uh, Phil Spencer didn't wait too long to start the Activision buyout. Thank God. Rare games found in Nebraska? And they'll do <laughs> quick takes and game releases.
0: All right, so this first guy belongs to you, Peaches. So, um, what's going on with Cyberpunk? All right, so I don't want to
2: take up too much time because I know we have talked about Cyberpunk a lot and Zach is sick of it. No. Even mm. though he bought the game and hasn't played it yet. It was $10. Yeah, but you haven't played it yet. So basically, you just threw $10 in the garbage as of right now.
1: You know, technically, I threw $70 in the garbage as of now, too, because I bought Horizon and haven't played that. So maybe I'm just. <laughs> maybe I'm the problem. Let's keep going.
2: Okay, but, anyways. Um, the so they re- just released uh, patch 1.5 and this patch is absolutely massive. They have done so many things to improve the game in this patch and I'm just gonna go over the big ones because as of right now the reception to this is extremely positive like people are really liking this patch I've seen some screen grabs Good. from like the uh, next generation uh, you know cyberpunk on PS5 and Xbox series the game looks really good, much better than it did on Xbox 1 and PS4. So, I'm just going to get into the main points of this article, the things that people have been raving about uh for this patch. So, the first one is the bug fixes, obviously, <laughs> right? Um <laughs> mm-hmm. people uh very rightly noted all of the bugs that were in Cyberpunk on release. And now we are about a year separated from its release. Is that right? I think a year and some change.
0: Yeah, give or take. I, I want to say it was like two Decembers ago.
1: December 10th, 2020. Yep. Okay. So um, in this
2: patch... They had so many bug fixes that in their patch notes they didn't have space to list all of the all of the bug fixes, so they just listed the big ones. Um, again, I'm not going to go into the bug fixes because. You know, the, the game's less buggy. It's, now. Not, entertaining. Yeah, it's, it, it's not entertaining. It's not
0: they, entertaining.
2: They, they fixed the T-posing pretty quickly. So, I mean, what can you do?
0: That's the one I wanted them to keep. <laughs> the naked motorcycle T-posing was amazing. Um. All right. <laughs> Could you imagine like you're in a car chase and like you look in the rear view window and there is a naked T-posing man on a motorcycle running towards you? but he's on a
2: motorcycle how is he running
0: that's what's crazy
2: (laughs) the motorcycle is on its wheels and the the seat is just a treadmill that he's (laughs) running on
0: (laughs) you're just like this is the craziest shit i've ever seen i (laughs) am (laughs) done
2: that's dominance right there baby but (laughs) anyways um other than the bug fixes they also have extended out the romances like so now with any romance option that you pick there are more interactions there's more dialogue options there's the, you can do more in the romance romances than you could previously because as many noted the romance uh, was pretty short between uh, with most characters the, you know you do your little arc with the character and then they kind of fucked off that's but, what
1: my wife tells me ayo <laughs> <laughs>
0: am i right
1: fellow <laughs> men <laughs> krista please love me
0: yeah no I'm kidding <laughs> me. oh i'm lonely
2: next uh they have a lot a lot of balance changes to the skill trees to enemies to um the overpowered abilities that you could get um they completely rebalanced it, so like either completely removing um, some skills because they were useless or way too strong um, to moving stuff in the trees around, so you don't have access to like the really strong abilities right away to make your character basically a god before you got to end game. Hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of rebalancing stuff, so the game actually you know has more tangible challenge even if you are not playing on like the hardest difficulty which is a great lead into my next point where they made the hardest difficulty actually difficult because part of the problem with the hardest difficulty is one, it wasn't hard enough. Like just based on enemies, you know, not being strong enough to actually compete with you to also the previous thing I talked about where the balance was so out of whack that you could literally wipe everybody on the hardest difficulty, no problem at all, because you were so overpowered so quickly. So
0: that's another thing I noticed is like everybody was so fucking squishy. Like you just never came across like a medium strong enemy. You know, they were either squishy or very strong, just nothing else.
2: Right. And like I remember er very early in the game, I actually had a lot of trouble on the hardest difficulty playing against um like i was clearing out one of like those gang hideout places Mm -hmm. i had a lot of trouble with it like when i first started the game because i didn't have any abilities you know just me my limited ammo and what have you but i I really quickly noticed that with the levels i was getting i was becoming way too strong for any of those events to actually pose a threat now interesting okay Uh, i already mentioned how it's much better on next gen um and so you know people are pretty excited about it being you know looking how it was supposed to on the next gen consoles and people playing it on those next gen consoles are generally happy with what they've gotten um and the last thing that I didn't put in the script here apparently they also rebalanced like the clothing options so like you don't have to have your character look like a total goob to have them wearing the best like armor and stats (laughs) that they could possibly have at the time
0: thank god so, yeah, I mean, in cyberpunks defense, that's a big problem with a lot of games. Is just like the best gear makes you look like a fucking fool. Yeah, but still, that's a welcome fix.
2: Um, And, I'll, you know, overall, I th- I'm actually really happy about this patch, and I think I'm probably going to uh, hop into cyberpunk again here soon because of it, because this is this is big and people are very happy about it, which is a very long way away from where we started when cyberpunk was released.
0: You know what? I was just thinking about that, too. It's like, this game has come a really long way, and even though I did enjoy my first playthrough, might be time for another one, where I change literally nothing, because Pan Am is Bay.
2: Well, I mean, maybe, uh, go hang out with Judy.
0: Ah, Judy's cool and all, but Pan Am, man. Anyways, so that's all I have to say about (laughs) Cyberpunk. If you guys have
2: any (laughs) thoughts or questions or concerns...
0: Not really, it's just, they're welcome. You know, it's just... I'm so happy that they continue to give this game the attention that it deserves. It's just so sad to, like, think and ask yourself, like, is any of this, like, going to repair the damage to the reputation? You know, like, for us, the answer is obviously yes, but for your more casual gamer that was so excited about Cyberpunk, like, are they going to return to this game and give it another chance? I hope
1: so. We'll see. Good good food for thought. I'm the same boat as you, JP. It's just like, hey, they're... C Projekt Red's a good company. Like, there's just no doubt about it. Like, there's some there's some shit things that happened on, but the developer's there, the talent they have is there. How this went about was clearly mishandled, and hopefully the top dogs who messed this up get in some sort of trouble for that, but probably not. Anyway.
2: I mean, it's been too long. Uh the 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 people, the executives point, yeah. that caused the whole issue, nothing happened. Right. They're still there.
0: And plus nobody ever for a minute like doubted the talent of the developers there. I mean, we're talking about the same studio that made The Witcher 3, you know, which some people, including you two, argue is like one of the, if not the best video game you've ever played. So I don't know.
2: Standalone, not series included. The Witcher 3 is the best game I've ever played.
0: That's what I'm saying. So, Zach, you're actually in a really great opportunity here that I think a lot of people are where they didn't see the mess that Cyberpunk was. And now they have the opportunity to play Cyberpunk in the way they really wanted Cyberpunk to be played. Like, if there's a time to get into Cyberpunk, I think now's really the best time to do it because they finally gave this game the big bandaid.
2: Um, I, I that's that's a fair point, and this could be a really good time to get into Cyberpunk. I'm gonna say probably the best time to get into Cyberpunk is gonna be the around the same time that people got into Witcher. Is after their two big DLCs dropped for it, like the two massive story DLCs that improved the game incredibly and added so many fun new things to do. I'm gonna say that's probably going to be the best time, but you know we just can't see that far into the future for Cyberpunk. Is the Witcher?
0: That's absolutely is
1: the fair. the Witcher? Was it that bug? Was it as buggy as when like the Cyberpunk? It wasn't. Came
2: out? I, I I know what you're saying. It wasn't as buggy as Cyberpunk on release, but it was bugged. Yeah.
1: Okay, I was going to say, like, in Skyrim too. like, sometimes, like, these big games, you just can't cover everything, so.
0: You, you really can't. It's true. All right, I'm very excited for the cyberpunk news. Um, what do we have up next on the docket?
1: So, next up is Microsoft. Uh, they're starting the Activision acquisition talks three days after a bombshell report. This is coming to us from Yahoo.com, and it is by Zach Zweisen. I really tried.
2: Zweisen. Zweisen
0: okay
1: and there is a picture of bobby kotek so i'm going to close the article and just hope that uh peaches get some good talking points uh,
0: yeah i got you is is that what bobby Kotek looks like what a goober right just fucking disgusting i never actually saw him
2: yeah it's hard to believe that this guy it, Well, actually you know what now that i'm looking at it it's not hard to believe i uh, know this guy definitely is on epstein's uh, in epstein's black book for sure i can tell
0: So, um, Oh, great. Now we're on a list or something. Great job. Peaches. November
1: 16th, 2021 report was published that claimed Activision CEO, Bobby Kotick was well aware of harassment happening within his company. It is also alleged that he himself mistreated women, both inside and outside of work. So again, um, if you don't understand why we hate this guy, that's why, um, at least that's a big part of it. Um, Right,
0: because he contributed to this awful fucking work culture. He, that-
1: he helped lead it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. Now, um, so that is why like, I'm just happy that Microsoft bought them, because I'm hoping that, God, nothing bad happens to these guys, and it just is absolutely awful, like that they're above the law. Are we getting political? I don't know. Anyway, um, Bobby Kotick is just so rich that nothing bad will happen to him, which is just kind of where we're at. Um, so Microsoft at least kicking him out and sending him away with his, is it $200 million? Like, he's not getting a bad jib out of this at all. Well,
2: the thing is, he's still going to be there for the next three years. Yeah. And a- that's at just least. Like, like, if that's saying they get rid of him at all.
1: Right. And I'm so, like, <clears throat> anytime we talk about Blizzard now, I'm just so angry because they have some of the best gaming worlds. They have clearly some of the best gaming talent and they just shit on their people left and right because they could. Um, so I'm hoping that Microsoft acquisition will actually fix that culture. Um, right. Obviously, Microsoft is saying all the right things, but it's one thing to say it, another thing to do it. Um, so this was a $68 well, billion acquisition, um, and it's shaping the gaming landscape. JP, what are you what are you thinking here, Dan? What do you what's going on?
0: I think the piece here that like this article in particular is really trying to highlight is the fact that it only took Xbox three days of looking at this shitstorm to start kind of twiddling their f- maniacal fingers and be like, yeah, this seems like a really great time to acquire some new stuff.
2: Yeah, that that's and the main thing. I guess,
0: yeah. So I remember when we actually talked about Bobby kotek's new role and what exactly he's going to be doing from here on out. I made the comment, we need to watch Microsoft very, very closely because... You know like if they don't get rid of Kotek, essentially what they're saying is you know we know what this guy did and we don't care because at the end of the day it's about our money right well l- like this piece comes out and it's just like okay it only took three days for these motherfuckers including the beloved Phil Spencer to see this shitstorm and find an opportunity within the tragedy and I think that's disgusting and it pisses me off.
2: That's the thing where it, it bothers me is Phil Spencer comes out and makes a statement talking about, you know, essentially saying, you know, it's horrible that they were treating people this way, blah, 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 blah. Um, and when you, when I see this article pointing out that they started it three days after, it makes me look at that and go, OK, so you don't actually you never actually cared about, you know, these people that were being mistreated in the company, and you were just making a statement for the aesthetic, which I know we should all expect at this point, but it does suck to see this.
0: Exactly. You know, especially since, like, even us on this podcast, we've talked up Phil Spencer before. There's plenty of people who have listened to us and then go, huh, you know, Phil Spencer really is the golden boy within the gaming industry. But then you hear about shit like this, and it's heartbreaking. It's like, oh, my, you know, I guess... It's not as altruistic as it kind of appears on the surface. And to be fair, I do think that Microsoft actually does want to, like, take more precautions in changing the culture of Activision Blizzard. I don't think that part's changed. But it does suck to see that more of the catalyst of that happening was just more business greed. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, they... I mean... It was always known that they weren't buying Activision Blizzard out of the goodness of their hearts to go fix the company. They were buying it because they wanted to make more money, and Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, makes a lot of money.
0: Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> they make a lot of money. Now,
2: granted, uh, it should be noted at this point, this deal might not even go through. Like I know the, was uh, oh, the FTC? or uh is like looking into it i don't know whatever whatever uh, government organization that looks over company mergers to try to prevent monopolization is looking into this deal closer um uh the, SEC, the sec grade the sec <laughs> i'm sorry um
0: fcc okay uh
2: they're looking into this. like this deal might not even go through
0: i mean i i don't even know how i feel anymore i'm just I feel bad for the people who go into this industry genuinely really wanting to make great content, great video games, you know, and even commentators like us who just want to talk about our favorite games and get out the news and how it's just overshadowed by the same greedy business fuckheads that run everything. It sucks, but it's just kind of the reality we live in, right?
2: Yeah. Zach, we kind of stole this article from you. Uh,
1: No, and it's fine. I <clears throat> there's only so many things that I think you guys hit the point. Like it just, it just sucks that one of my alt, like World of Warcraft, like it just hurts me to play now. Like, like it, I just don't explain. It. It's like you just, it's like your best friend cheated on you. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess it's kind of sappy. Like I'm trying to get that. Like, I don't know. It just. it Did we
0: ever get a total on the amount of hours you've spent? And wow,
1: it's over a year of my life was on playtime. Oh, great. There, there's some nights where I would pass out nice I did some botting, <clears throat> um, but yeah, um, it's a lot of my time when that video game. And so it sucks to see it go down the big old hole it went down because uh, and, and let's be real. World of Warcraft was going downhill before this whole, I guess, because it's actually a long standing problem. But yeah, um, I guess that's a different point. But World of Warcraft has not been good since like 2010, but it's been serviceable until like 2014 and it's had very much a roller coaster ride since. Um, but still, we'll we'll see what they end up doing here with all this. Um, and hopefully Microsoft isn't just doing it for the money. They're probably just doing it for the money, but they do some nice, good stuff with it, too, at least anything else you guys will say before we're going to the next article,
0: I do just want to reiterate my point. Like, I do think that Microsoft, if this acquisition goes through all the way, will make attempts to fix the culture but with the catalyst of business greed. So it's like you, you kind of have to look at it like things will get better. You know, it's like, do you ever see those stupid TikTokers that videotape themselves giving money or food to homeless people? I ha- like I have like mixed feelings about that, because on one side, it's clearly that they're not doing it from the goodness of their heart. They're doing it to get clout, right? But on the other hand, that homeless person did get money or they did get food. You know what I'm saying? It's like mixed feelings.
2: yes. I don't know here's here's the thing uh there's already been some bad stuff that's going on with like the in relation to this acquisition and that um if you look at like when was the last time you heard about the unionization efforts at activision blizzard right like that's fallen by the wayside
0: we talked about it
2: (laughs) exactly like no one is talking about it anymore and it seems to be effectively shut down because, like, every everything got overshadowed by this acquisition.
0: God damn it. It's just, like, I used to be one of these corporate stooges, right? And it was for a construction company, but I understand exactly how these people think. And I also saw exactly how it affects people that are lower down on the ladder. It's just, it's so shitty. I hate it. I would rather talk about something else that shitty. My home state of Nebraska. <laughs> Boom. Which is what this next article is about, and what I think is one of my best segues ever. So, Zach and I live in Nebraska. Peaches, you're are you originally from Nebraska? Ches, you
1: lived somewhere before
2: this. I lived before Nebraska. Uh, I lived in Georgia and North Carolina before I lived in Nebraska. Hey, he's
1: Georgia born like me. Mm. that's where you got the name Peaches, right? Nothing to do with Target.
2: No, <laughs> I, that's not where it came from.
1: Peaches was
0: born in a peach. Wait, Peaches, do they grow on trees?
2: Yeah. If you peaches if you played born from
0: a peach bush, if you the beach if drum. you played
2: Stardew Valley, you would know that they grow on trees. Or
0: Animal Crossing. Ah! I never grew. I never grew peaches. Oh, wait, yeah, peach tree.
1: I'm so stupid. God damn. No, you're not. You just, you you don't think about it. You never. It's just something that happens. You just never think about that shit.
2: And uh, I just plucked the <laughs> I plucked the peaches straight off the vine. Nope, oh, that sounds wrong. now.
0: Straight from the peach vine. (laughs) All right. So this article is coming to us from Eurogamer.com written by Ed Nightingale. What a name. That's pretty sick. It's not like John Papadopoulos, but uh, that's still a cool name. All right. Hundreds of retro Nintendo and Sega games have been discovered in a storage facility in Nebraska. A reseller called Gamer Room found the collection of SNES, Sega CD, Genesis, Saturn, and 3DO games, which were put in a storage unit when a local store closed in 1994. Plenty of copies of Madden were found, but some sealed gems were also discovered. So let's go over what a few of those were. Okay, the biggest one a sealed copy of Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger!
2: Zach was just talking about that in the direct episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah! Like, one of the greatest RPGs ever made, a sealed copy worth 2400 bucks Final Fantasy 3 sealed worth around 1300 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles f- uh, 4 Turtles in Time now, never I'm not as excited that, about that yeah, one. you
2: started reading it all excited and I was like I've never heard this game before in my life but you go off king
0: It's like when Toby Maguire was like you're in the Avengers what is that <laughs> <laughs> Is that a well, band are you in a band Are you in a band <laughs> oh my favorite movie of all time you know what we may not be too pumped about that but that sold for 1400 well
2: it didn't sell it's just it's worth that much
0: it, yeah it's worth for let's be honest it's gonna sell someone's gonna pick all of these oh, up for sure at that price or more and you know what's even funnier the reseller uh game room they're the ones who found this collection i've been there multiple times where is it it's a really great game store. It's um kind of off of it's actually by the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Oh, shit. It's kind of right by there in that area off of uh, Dodge. I didn't want to say that because like anybody who doesn't live in Omaha, Nebraska is going to be, which is the majority of people, surprisingly.
2: Yeah, I think most people in the world live in Omaha, Nebraska, right?
0: Yeah, everyone lives in Omaha, Nebraska.
2: OK, that's what I thought.
0: <laughs> but I've been to this game store before. I love it. It's uh, they do a great job of selling new titles, but they've got so much great retro stuff, too. So number one, I am so fucking happy that these guys are the one to find this collection because like shout out to game room. That is fucking outstanding. I love that. But also, it's so crazy to think that just right here in our hometown was this amazing stack of incredible retro games. They're just sealed away. Now they did say I like how he kind of took a dig. Ed took a little bit of a dig by saying, Plenty of copies of Madden were found.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Madden.
0: <sighs> I know, I know. But on the other hand, like, uh, there were gems in there, like, just within our own town. How cool is that? Nothing cool ever happens in Omaha, Nebraska.
2: I-, I was gonna say, like, if there's a place where you can just throw something in a storage unit and forget about it, the place that you're gonna forget about it is in Nebraska. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, good old Nebraska. Yeah, I I don't even know what else to say. I just, that was just a really cool piece. And then also makes you wonder how many of these other like sealed games or other retro pieces of gaming history are just in storage units. Or my favorite is to think about how many of these pieces of equipment I would love to own are just like in like attics or basements and boxes, you know, just makes you think, just makes you think.
2: Now I'm done thinking. Let's move to the quick takes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. All right, Zach, what do we have for quick takes today? Uh,
1: well, this first one is probably peaches, right? Peaches. Yeah, I'll take this one. Uh, I'll take the first
2: couple. Uh, if it applies to me, I'll pick it up. All right. Um, so No Man's Sky. Um, according to Sean Murray, they are not finished with No Man's Sky by a long shot. He says that they have a lot of more, a lot more stuff. They want to add to it. They want to keep, you know, they want to keep the updates coming. And, I mean, they said this and they also dropped a trailer for their new update that's going to add, like,
1: mechs to the game.
2: Where you have, like, a robot that can follow you around and help you out. Or you can get into the robot and shoot at other robots.
0: That is so fucking cool.
1: I might have to pick up No Man's Sky.
0: That's, that. so cool.
2: They're, they're still doing it to them, you know? They're, they're proving the world wrong.
0: Yeah. I- <clears throat> You know I had to do it to him.
1: <laughs> Sean, Sean Murray is like the reverse Nintendo. Like he'll just tell you what they're working on, even if they're not working on it yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that, I liked that analogy. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, I don't have anything else to say on No Man's Sky other than that. If you guys had something else you wanted to add,
1: No Man Fly. It's cool. I'm ah, transition. But you ah. want you want to gate them on with this next one? Open the gate.
0: It wasn't your best, but that's a yeah. It wasn't your best. Took me that's three tries.
1: Sure.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, Baldur's Gate 3 uh, This is going to be the game coming from Larian Studios uh, The Larian Studios is also the one that made Divinity Original Sin 2 Which uh, many people know I love Divinity Original Sin 2 Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be their next game It's not a sequel to Divinity Original Sin, obviously But it's going to be a game that plays like D&D i'm very excited about it you
0: don't say
2: yeah i'm very excited for this game but they said that it's currently in early access and they said it's probably not coming out this year um they didn't say that they anticipate a 2023 release either but there is some hope that it could be fully released in 2023
0: just take your time take your time everybody just take your time
2: it looks real good so far my man
0: all right excellent news
2: um, all right, and now uh, this these ones are going to be especially quick. Uh, you guys remember Skull and Bones? No. Yes. Okay, Ubisoft's <laughs> pirate game Skull and Bones is no longer going to be a story game that included. It, it is exclusively multiplayer now. Uh, this is your, you know, twice a year you get an update from Ubisoft about Skull and Bones. So... Here it is. Now expect later on this year to hear one more thing about it and then not hear about it until next year when something totally different happens. Right on. Good news. <laughs> um, Risk of Rain 2 has a new couple new characters dropping here soon. Um, very excited about that. Risk of Rain 2, very fun game. Uh, look forward to the new free content if you already have it.
1: All right. Next up, we have uh, Soul Hackers update coming soon. Uh, Soul Hackers is like a spinoff of Shin Megami Tensei. And uh, Atlas has launched a new countdown teaser website at soulhackers.jp. That's me. As well as an accompanying Twitter account. This countdown will end tomorrow at uh, 20 Japanese Standard Time. I don't know if that's what JST stands for. I probably sound really stupid.
2: Japan Standard Time? That sounds right.
0: That uh, sounds right to me.
2: Also <laughs> at .jp. Nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's
1: me.
2: And definitely not Japan.
1: I do stuff. <laughs> it... Is Japan Standard Time? Did you know it's four twelve AM in Japan right now? God
0: damn, they're all sleeping.
2: It's almost four twenty. Blaze it!
0: No,
2: <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Moving on, Zach. What's the next one? Oh
1: yeah, um, uh, 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 Monster Crown is coming out. It's a Pokemon hardcore spinoff. It's like based on like the Game Boy Color, like kind of sprite work, and there's like monster Fusion and stuff. And it's coming out February twenty second. So. I probably could have saved that for later, but I just wanted you guys to know a little bit about it because I don't think it's gonna be hard. But game of the week, but yeah.
0: I've checked out some gameplay, and I mean, it directly takes like it's hard to even say influence. This is yeah, Pokemon. they, they kind of
1: cloned it and made it more hardcore. I think is what they were going for. The game gave it more like a Digimon S too. Like you're supposed to like fuse your Pokemon. It's whatever.
0: That's what I was saying. Is it looks more like Digimon? I get, yeah. That's that's accurate.
1: All right. Next up is um, Nintendo has a new rumors. And I guys, I just I just want to keep saying it just so I can keep saying I'm right. Um, there is supposedly going to be a new Fire Room game coming out, but it might actually get an air quotes delayed until early next year because they have so many fucking games already. Um, why have them compete with each other when you could just keep the hype train going? Um, and This is coming to us from Emily Rogers on Gamatsu. Or no, sorry, familyboards.com. And um, Emily Rogers literally just says, oh, well, our fall lineup is already so stacked. We have Xenoblade, Bayonetta 3, Legend of Celebrate the Wild 2. Let's move FE to early 23. Cool stuff. Next up, we have, uh, according to GameWatcher.com, C Project Red made a new company called Rebel Wolves. They're working on a dark action role-playing game, dark fantasy. So that could be pretty cool. Interesting. The Cinecist and says they're trying to distance themselves from the CD Projekt Red name, but because of what just happened. But again, maybe not. (laughs) Uh, If you didn't know, Majora's Mask is coming to Nintendo Switch Online expansion on February (laughs) 25th. JP, this one actually looks like a really good port. Granted, I don't think they would show us shit if it was bad, but this actually looks like really good. I mean, like, granted, it's going to be on a seven-inch screen. It looks like they upscaled it pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Did you get to watch the trailer? Do you think anything about it?
0: Yeah, I did watch a little bit of it. Um, I think it's probably, honest to God, it's going to suffer a little bit in the same way that Ocarina of Time did. In that, you know, they're using the N64 version, right? Which is difficult because the 3DS just had a really cleaned up, amazing version within the last... It's hard to say even within the last few years. It's been out for a long time, but it, they look great. Um, you mix that with the fact that Majora's Mask is just a Zelda game that's not for everybody. And I don't know. We'll see what the crowd li- uh, Crowd anticipation for this game is like. I'm very excited. I think Majora's Mask se- speaks the most to like hardcore Zelda fans because of like its darker tone. But at the same time, the greater immersion it gives you into the Zelda world... It's a fantastic fucking game. I love Majora's Mask. I love everything about this game. Excited to play it
1: on this. If Switch. you find seven more friends, you could just buy it for ten dollars. All right. All right. <laughs> or sorry, not a month, a year. Um. Next up, Dragon Age Four. Um. Peaches, you don't want to talk about this one, but I thought it was kind of neat. Um. So again, we're in kind of like a, a renaissance of like gaming releases because everyone delayed everything the past two years because of you know that thing called COVID. Um, so the reason I'm kind of providing context is because Video Games Chronicles, Tom Ivan posted that Dragon Age 4 is reportedly in very good shape ahead of its potential 2023 release. Excellent news. Um, so we're at the point where people are just saying, we might actually release a game early? Question mark? Um, it's still 18 months out from today, so not early 2023, maybe late 2023. And then again, there's a maybe there. Um, so again, I don't know if people are just aired on the side of the worst and they kept saying things would take longer but now we're kind of getting like some flex flex back some some pendulum swing backwards where people are saying oh our game is actually going to release early um which could be unhealthy if crunch comes to need so hopefully they realize they can still go back if they need to um we don't always have to have those big two year later patches (laughs) burn uh upcoming game releases jp you want to get this one
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely all right on February 23rd, we have Edge of Eternity coming to the Nintendo Switch. On February 24th, we have Edge of E- Wait, what?
1: It's coming up. <laughs> is Edge of Eternity coming out on the- t-
2: uh, It's the 23rd. I, I,
0: I messed up.
1: Edge of Eternity is on the edge.
0: I feel like I'm the one getting edged right now.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> oh. Nice. My man. All right. Let's try that again. <laughs> My man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great Evans. okay upcoming game releases on february 23rd we have edge of eternity coming to the nintendo switch on february 24th we have never alone also coming to the nintendo switch february 25th this is the big one atelier sophie 2 the alchemist of the mysterious dream coming to playstation 4 switch and pc elden ring eh? coming to the ps5 xbox series ps4 xbox one and pc and Grid Legends coming to the PS5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Finally, on March 1st, we have Flex 2 coming to the PS5, Elex, Xbox Series. Or Alex. Oh, I thought that was an E. <laughs> on March 1st, we have Alex 2 coming to the PS5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, as well as the PC, obviously. Far Changing Tides coming to the PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And finally, we have Puzzle Quest coming to PC, iOS, and Android. Alright. Hype up one upcoming game. Now, obviously we're gonna do the uh, mobile game, right?
2: Uh, No, Atelier Sophie 2, The Alchemist of the Mysterious Dream.
1: Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Okay. You guys are all stupid. It's Elden Ring. Don't even meme on it. (laughs) Alright? Don't even joke about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um... All right. Now, to,
0: to be fair, you're totally right, Zach, because we've been talking about how everybody is looking forward to this
1: fucking game. But mainly me. I'm looking forward to this fucking game and I need everyone to buy this game. So they provide years of content for it with DLC and cool updates and shit, because this game, it looks like a D&D game, but like in like a like a like a eldritch horror fantasy like it just oh it just scratches all my boxes man I got some weird boxes I don't know but anyway I'm fucking hyped for this game guys where, where are you at what are you getting it on um are we all gonna play together
2: I, I saw a video of a guy jumping over some fire breath with a horse
1: um,
2: so that's about all uh, that's about all I'm gonna get from this game I'm not getting it <laughs>
1: what okay but I also saw a character oh like so like this is Dark Souls to another level is how I've been kind of interpreting it um, and I think they're even making it like there's like certain difficulties, perhaps maybe. I don't know.
0: Uh, so is there a grapple hook? Every game gets better with a grapple hook.
1: All I know is this guy just turned into a dragon at one point, and I thought that was really cool. Um,
0: that's not a grapple. That wasn't hook, what Peaches asked.
1: Why be a grapple hook when you can dragon?
2: Hmm? I, I would mean, rather have the grapple hook if We're
0: being real.
1: Well, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> Jesus. He just knows he's smarter than me.
0: He must not have grown long enough on the peach bush. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't spend enough time in the bush because that's where peaches come from. (laughs) Anyway, dude, no, you know what, Zach? I am right there with you. Elden Ring has generated quite a bit of that pre-release hype. And just based on what we've seen about the game so far, I don't think that hype is unfounded. I think we do have a very special game. So check out Elden Ring coming out February 25th. We think it might be one of the next best things. So keep your eye out on that. Does anyone else want to talk about anything before we go for the day? Peaches if you have been working on another Master Duel deck since this episode started
2: um, Well kind of yeah um, so I got this Herald deck that I'm working on actually. Um, I already got the Herald of Ultimateness um, Isn't that
1: the
0: guy that Zach hates?
2: That's the one yeah
1: <laughs> I respect him. Take that
0: Zach <laughs> I hate you but I do respect you.
2: It's it's like Herald of Perfection, but if Herald of Perfection was way better.
0: Well, speaking of Master Duel, I have to get in a few more rounds before we play some d d here in a little while. So, does anybody have any last thoughts, comments, concerns before we get out of here?
1: I reserved a Steam Deck.
0: Woo!
1: Get the fuck out! So, we'll see how that goes. I volunteer as the test taker for our, for our group, since Peaches isn't going to do it.
0: I volunteer as Tribute! Except I have to give them $400. Which version did you buy?
1: I bought the $600 one.
0: Oh, my God, dude. You're going to have to tell us how it goes. I'm very excited to see what you think.
1: And the only reason I got that one is because they have like an anti-glare etched glass. And I was like, okay, if I can go to Florida and play this on the beach, I'm going to be a happy man. Because my... My parents love to (laughs) fucking chill on the beach. I hate the beach, man. Like, I mean, like, I like it for a little bit. But, like, they like to stay there for hours. And I'm sitting here, like, nobody wants to play football with me. I just have to sit here and enjoy the sun for two hours. That's, like, a gamer's worst nightmare.
0: Ugh! Call me Anakin Skywalker because I hate the sand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you guys ever seen that video of, like, the two guys playing catch and, like, some guy yells off at him and is like, hey, are you guys at that point of playing catch? where neither of you wants to end, or both of you want it to end, but neither of you wants to be the one to call it off first.
0: I have seen that video <laughs> and they're both like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the game T podcast. I think we kept this nice and short for czar. So we'll see you all in a week. Your homework is to play Elden Ring until then. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. You just got your game tea.
1: Bye. Later. (laughs) It's not the same.
0: If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Podcast.